Welcome back, boys and girls. It's time for another podcast, Link to the Masses, with your host, Josh Link. Uh, I know this is extremely fast for me. Normally, I wait an eternity to put up a new podcast, but I felt like I should put one up tonight uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, Reason number one, I suffered a major tragedy last night. That tragedy is my iPad, which is what I use to record these podcasts, um, slipped out of my hands and landed screened down onto some concrete from a fairly high distance, which caused it to crack and near shatter. Um, it's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Fortunately, the people at Apple are wonderful, and I was able to uh, take it back to them, and they gave me a brand new iPad for half the cost of what I paid for my first one. So, and I didn't even lose anything. I got to keep all of my apps and everything. Everything I paid for uh, stays paid for, so I didn't have to buy anything new that I didn't already own, including the app that I'm using right now in order to record this podcast. So, huzzah to Apple. Well done, Apple. Hopefully, Apple will send me things or sponsor my podcast now. Unlikely, but it's worth a shot. Okay, now that we've covered the tragedy and the phoenix rising from the flames, uh, I wanted to talk about Rubicon a little bit because I ended up, instead, I, I had mentioned last time that I was going to watch the preseason game between the Bengals and Cowboys, which turned into a, just an absolute stinker. Uh, the starters played a, a total of six plays in the game, which meant that I got to watch uh, players I'd mostly never heard of uh, play for uh, three and a half quarters. It was dreadful. Uh, I'm so sorry that I missed Rubicon just to watch that game. Uh, having said that, Rubicon uh, re-aired at midnight uh, that same night, so I decided to stay up and watch it. Uh, it was probably the weakest of the first three episodes that have been on. Uh, it was one of those that kind of just slowly set up uh, the story. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the creator of Rubicon left the show already and was replaced with a new uh, writer. Uh, so the who knows how that will affect the direction of the show. Uh, it was still a good episode, uh, but it wasn't quite as strong as the first two, I don't think. Uh, it did make up for it in the end because we got to find out a little bit more about who the people are who are following our main character in Rubicon. And uh, one of them works for the FBI. The other two, we don't know yet. There's somebody important, obviously, and they have taken uh, a big interest into the main character's investigation of the crossword conspiracy. So we, we learned a little bit more. We didn't learn as much as I had hoped, um, but we learned something. The other big thing to be uh, taken away from uh, that episode is that Dallas Roberts character, who I mentioned before as being one of my favorite actors, uh, got a little more face time this episode, which in my mind is a good thing. And basically what uh, we learned about him is that his family life is kind of falling apart. He uh, spends so much time in his job, uh, you know, analyzing data uh, and working long hours late at night that his family is just not seeing him. And you could tell how devastated he was that he's not able to spend more time with his family. And to shadow that point, 
Uh, he's investigating a, a person. He's trying to trying to uh, dig up information on a person who also has a family and who they suspect may be involved in some sort of uh, negative conspiracy against the United States. And uh, he's trying to figure out how this guy is able to maintain his family life while, um, you know, doing similar things to what he's doing, you know, these covert operations. So that, that aspect of it was uh, very interesting, and uh, I'd like to see more of that. I, I like... I, I think the best part of the show was not necessarily the investigation of the conspiracy, but the effects of the investigation on the members of this uh, covert organization. So we'll see how the series progresses. We'll see if they take it in a different direction now that there's a new writer on board. Hopefully they stick to the main concepts and don't uh, uh, stray too far from the original points. Uh, that being said... Uh, it was still a solid episode, and uh, I look forward to more episodes in the future. Once again, it comes on Sunday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on AMC. So tune in, give it all the ratings you can give it, because I want this show to stay on air. Speaking of shows I want to stay on air, Louis, starring Louis C.K., comes on tonight in approximately 30 minutes on FX. That's 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I'm not sure what the uh, theme of this episode is going to be, but the theme of last week's episode was marvelous. It was uh, about his interactions with his family, and I, I really can't even tell you what all took place because it would be giving it away. But basically, he has issues with his brother because his brother is kind of an idiot. Um, his brother propositions him for something, in the opening sequence of the show, which is just uh, completely and utterly outrageous. And uh, it prompts Louis to utter the line, which I think is one of my favorite lines of the series so far, which is, uh, I'm going to go home, and then I'm not going to speak to you for three weeks. So that kind of gives you an idea of what his brother may have asked him to do, something so bad that he can't even bear to talk to him for another three weeks. Uh, the other... Uh, plot line running through that episode was his mother, who he does not like, uh, who is kind of a, a self-absorbed, uh, bitter person. Uh, she comes back into his life after not having seen him in uh, years, I believe, uh, to announce that she is now a lesbian. And uh, what makes the episode so good, what makes that interaction so good between Louis and his mother is most uh, sitcoms or television shows or comedies would uh, make the whole point of that conversation how upset the son is that his mom has declared herself a lesbian. But in Louis, that is not the case. Louis C.K. is upset with his mother not because she has come into his life and told him she's a lesbian. He's mad at her because he's, she's disappeared her entire life or for uh, several years and then has decided to come back on her own terms, to make things all about her once again. Uh, he goes into a story about how uh, she invited uh, he and his daughters over for Christmas, uh, and then when they arrived uh, at her house, she wasn't there. She had decided to go on a vacation to Phoenix instead without telling them, so they had to spend Christmas inside of a hotel, and Santa brought them M&Ms, as he put it. So... He has a very strained, uh, unhealthy relationship with his mother. Uh, his brother, on the other hand, uh, 
adores and worships his mother and calls her constantly and is always looking for reassurance, which she does not give him. Uh, and that leads to the final sequence, which is uh, Louis, Louis's brother, Louis's mom, and Louis's mom's new wife uh, all sit down at a table to discuss the fact that she's now a lesbian. And this scene is uh, especially awkward to watch uh, for several reasons. One, uh, her new wife is looks she looks like she's probably in her early twenties, you know, maybe younger, maybe nineteen years old. Uh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she, as uh, Louis's brother puts it, she is uh, younger and more beautiful than any woman he could ever get, uh, which bothers him that his uh, much older uh, mother was able to <laughs> uh, find a girl like her. And uh, they spend the most of that conversation um, discussing how uh, their mother has never really told them that she loves them. Now, Louis could care less because he states flat out that he doesn't love her either. So that's not a problem for him. But for the brother, it's a big problem. And he, he specifically point-blank asks her, do you love me? And she refuses to answer the question. Now, uh, this goes on for several minutes where he is in tears, sobbing, asking her, if he if she loves him saying please tell me you love me and she refuses to do it she refuses to do it and and while this whole thing is going on uh you know it's one of those awkward serious moments and then in typical louis fashion uh louis trying to um find something to say turns to the wife and says so are you a student or uh, you know what what are you doing and <laughs> which is uh just one of those great uh, comedic timing moments that uh, this show is quickly becoming known for. And uh, it's it's just an excellent show and really, really nails uh, the awkward moments of uh, life in general. And uh, even though the lives of Louis and his family are probably a little more um, dysfunctional than the average person, they're still <laughs> they're still very relatable and very, very amusing. So that was, uh, in my opinion, that was the best episode to date. Uh, it had scenes that had tears in my eyes laughing. It had serious moments. And it had just some of the best one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations that I've seen in the show in a long time. The acting was superb. Uh, never once did you feel that this was a, a fake conversation or that this couldn't be happening. The whole thing felt real. And it was just extremely, extremely well done. Uh, so kudos to uh, Louis C.K., who writes, stars, directs, edits, probably writes the uh, title screens. Uh, the guy does the entire show himself. So clearly the guy has a lot of talent when it comes to um, writing dialogue and acting, at, uh, for that matter. Uh, so tonight's episode, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the other uh, thing I wanted to mention was in the last episode... I mentioned that I had seen the movie Antichrist. Now, uh, having seen that movie, which still is sticking with me because it's the most disturbing movie I have ever seen in my life, um, I started mentioning it to other people and uh, to the people that uh, uh, listen to the podcast, and I have found that a lot of people have seen this movie more than I realized, and everyone seems to be equally affected by it. Now... Uh, I've heard a couple theories 
Uh, one theory is that uh, in this movie that Willem Dafoe uh, is imagining everything that's happening in this entire movie. Um, this came from uh, one of my friends who I watched it with at the time. He told me that he thought the entire movie was just in the uh, mind of uh, Willem Dafoe, and this is how he reacts to um, the their son dying. Uh, I completely disagree. I don't think that's what happened. I think all the events in this movie actually took place, no matter how bizarre they are. Um, the other uh, theory that I have read is that uh, Eden, the place they all go, is uh, actually hell, that they're in hell or purgatory or some you know, uh, other realm, that they're no longer on the earthly plane while these events take place. Now, that actually seems to uh, make some sense to me, because the things that happen are so grotesque and terrible and horrific that um, it's almost impossible to believe that it could happen in any reality other than hell. So I think that really makes sense, and it also uh, makes sense based on the title Antichrist, which throughout the entire movie there is no antichrist, there is no demonic child or anything like that. So the only truly demonic things that could possibly be happening in this movie would be if all the characters are interacting in a demonic realm like hell. So just some food for thought. I would love to hear your opinions on what actually happens in this movie. Uh, like I said, the imagery is, is horrific. Um, I would really like to hear what you have to say. Um, I also would like to quickly comment on the show Tosh.0. I haven't mentioned it to date, uh, but it is, my favorite t uh, it is my favorite show on Comedy Central right now. Basically, it's my favorite stand-up comic, uh, Daniel Tosh, other than Louis C.K., who's my other favorite stand-up comic. And uh, Daniel Tosh just takes uh, basically YouTube videos and mocks them. Uh, it sounds like something that should not work, but uh, Daniel Tosh is such a funny comedian that his jokes while these uh, videos are going on are just just hysterically funny. Plus, he's just a really mean stand-up comic. He is not afraid to completely trash these people. So uh, that show comes on Wednesday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. Uh, check it out. It's very funny. Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, last but not least, I couldn't possibly uh, end one of my podcasts without at least a brief mention of sports. Um, like I mentioned, I watched the uh, Cincinnati Bengals-Dallas Cowboys preseason football game, uh, which the Cowboys won 16-7. Uh, the starters combined for three points. Dallas scored a field goal. The Bengals starters did not score. Um, I learned absolutely nothing from that game. Uh Everything that happened uh, was basically just the scrubs playing against each other. Very disappointing to see. Um, for those of you who don't know, the second-to-last preseason football game is the one to focus on. For whoever your team is, if you want to get an idea of what your team is capable of, watch the second-to-last preseason game because that's the game where the starters play the bulk of the game and they tried to implement all the plays and all of the uh, tactics that they've learned throughout training camp. So for those of you who are sports nuts like me, that's the game to pay attention to. 
So make sure you watch the second to last preseason game for your team. You'll learn a lot, hopefully. And if things go very poorly, you may be in for a rough season. Uh, that's really all I have to say tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to Louie. Like I said, I am ecstatic. Uh, I, I can't wait to see it. And the one last thing I'd like to add before I sign off is that I would really, really, really like to have a guest on my podcast. As much as I enjoy rambling on by myself, uh, it would be even more fun to have somebody else on here riffing with me about these topics. Uh, if you have a topic that you would like to share, please you know, email me, let me know. It's linktothemasses at gmail.com. Or if you're a friend of mine and you know how to contact me in other ways, that's fine too. Uh, the point is, I really would like to have some other people on this podcast uh, because it's more fun to bounce questions off each other than just to hear me ramble. At least I think so. Uh, some of the best podcasts I've heard get are podcasts where the people uh, interact with each other. Uh, it's a little more fun that way. You can bounce jokes off each other. Uh, all my jokes are in the context of the things I'm talking about, so I don't have anybody to bounce them off of. I don't know if I'm being funny. Um, most of my podcasts I don't think are very funny. Um, so please email me, linktothemasses at gmail.com. I will respond to all emails, I promise. And if you want to be on the podcast, please let me know. I am more than happy to have you on. Uh, if you have Skype and you're not able to come meet me in person person to do the podcast, we can do it over Skype. That's fine. Or some other uh, video chat uh, uh, um, means, such as uh, Yahoo Messenger or AOL Instant Messenger, uh, using the audio on that. Once again, the video is unimportant. It's a podcast. You can only hear me. You can't see me anyway. So any kind of uh, uh, audio uh, uh, link up that you might have, uh, we can use that if you don't want to meet me in person. Or I can meet you in person if you're not too far. Uh, like I said, I use my iPad. It's very portable. And uh, the recording portion of it, I don't need the Internet. So we can just meet you know, wherever, at your place, at my place, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, I would love to have some guests on the podcast. Um, that's really all I have for tonight. Uh, I will be doing a review of uh, this episode of Louie coming up here in a few minutes, um, sometime in the near future. So be sure to watch so you know what I'm talking about, because I hate uh, spoiling things. So um, any, any questions or concerns, bounce them my way. And boys and girls, have a great night. And please, please, please watch Louie. Let's keep it on the air.